Oh, this episode of Cinema Swirl was brought to you with the support of our backers over at patreon.com forward slash cinemaswirl. As you may well know, $5 OTP backers get instant access to every episode of Cinema Swirl, a show where Kevin and I review bad movies. And in January, we watched The Hobbit, The Battle of the Five Armies, rounding out our Hobbit trilogy. Also pertinent to this episode is the fact that Rocky V, Rocky V, is exclusive to Cinema Swill. It's perceived as a bad film, so it's on there. So if you want the whole Rocky experience, then you might have to go to patreon.com forward slash cinema swirl to find out more. Right, let's get swirling. <laughs> Cinema Swirl! Would you like some poured cream? It's episode number 114, coming to you from the high-end creamery of Hollywood, California, where the cream may rise to the top, which is why we're looking at only the blockbusters that are at the very topmost layer of the large jug that is Hollywood, California. Hello, once again, it's me, your old pal, Captain Kevin, setting sail here on 2024. Here's to 2020 more with my good pal and OTP, it's Sam Chaplin. Hello, it's a new year, new cream. We're getting creamy here on Cinema yes. Swirl. Yes, well in that cream. Oh. Sam, it's a very special, dare I say, monumental moment. Sure. Because we may have over on the Patreon page just finished our six movie odyssey through the world of Jay or 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 Tolkien. Yep. But we're about to reach the end of the road with a little pugnacious boxing fellow called Rocky Balboa. Yeah, it's, it's the year for finishing off. Uh, oh, that doesn't sound good. It's Jesus. <laughs> I'm coming for you, man. <laughs> It, you know, for clo closing out a big series, and this yeah. is, uh, well, apart from some Creed films, which maybe we might, well, no, they don't qualify. No, they don't, they don't qualify. They don't qualify. They don't so qualify. We're at the end of the road for Rocky. Now, one of these, one of our Rockies was behind the paywall because it was like, you know, seen as shit. But we've done them all across the two shows. And apart from this one, the last I one. I mean, this is a series that I feel mm. has more often than not brought great joy to you yes. in this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It stretches all the way back to, you know, near the beginning. Um, yeah, this is one of the early, early episodes was Rocky. And I'll be yeah. honest, when we first started reviewing the Rocky movies, I had seen them all, but I wouldn't have described myself as like a aficionado or a fan. And I think over the years of like just having a chance to chat with someone about yeah. this to spur it on, yeah, yeah. I'm a full-blown Rocky fanatic now. Like I absolutely am obsessed with the Rocky movies. I have watched all of them between recordings of the individual sequels that we've done here. And I feel like this is going to be... A very emotional moment, sure. But I don't know. See, I'm worried I'm conflating my increase. I already loved Rocky. Now I lo I'm obsessed with Rocky. Yeah, yeah. I'm worried I'm maybe putting it on a pencil for you now. Are you, like, are you, you feeling that this is a, a journey that you've been on, Rocky, as a series? Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's a real journey I've been on. And it's quite, as you say, emotional to be seeing the last stop on the Rocky Road. And you can just see that up there. <laughs> A nice big marshmallow that we're we're heading towards. Even when they've been shit, they've been fun. I think with Rocky, Rocky's they always pivot, don't they, into yeah. a different type of fun. 
yes, Rocky feels like he's been reliable in a in a way. I mean, you could go back and you know check the tape, and I might have said this one was shit and I hated it. But I think I've had overall a good time with the the Rocky series. I'm gonna tell you right now, mm. right? Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. Ghostbusters, yeah, Indiana Jones, Back to the Future, all beloved, all mm. great in their own ways, but they have not fared as well as a classic series that had renown and hype and you knew what it was coming into this show. Rocky has, dare I said, overcome the odds and perhaps taken home the crown as the underdog champ of great series that have somehow lived up to expectations by maybe defying them a little bit. Yeah, 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 I think so. And up there with Lord of the Rings slash Hobbit, it's the mo- the most episodes we've done about a series of films. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is by quantity, by quantity yeah. alone... This is the but most I think one. that the cumulative toll, both of just the hours sunk in to the Lord mm. of the Rings universe, and also from like you know, he gives you like psychic damage, like, <laughs> you know, it, you, you get all awfully unwell when you you see them. Yes. I feel like this might be the tonic. I don't think this was necessarily planned, but mm. perhaps the cure for the battle for five armies is a battle for Rocky's very soul in Rocky Balboa. Mm. The sequel's so severe, a number became an Italian surname. Yes. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, Balboa. That's how you count. So this was released, like, not recently. So it was like 2006 or something? Yeah, it's one of those ones where you're like, ah, you know, the new one from the fucking over yeah. 15 years ago. <laughs> I remember this came out when I was in like either my first or second year of university because I remember reviewing this for the film show that I used to do for the community radio station. Mm. So I got to see this movie for free, which was Ooh, great. Yeah. But on the other hand, I was a Philistine. I knew it was coming up. So I watched a lot of the Rocky movies that I hadn't seen kind of quite quickly before having seen this one. So I, I always regarded it well. Yeah. But in recent years, having become a super Rocky fan, this, I don't want to bury the lead around here, but this movie has taken on heightened significance. Okay. And perhaps more emotional weight. I don't know if you'll feel the sting of it, though, while you're watching it. Because, I mean, what are you guessing? It, what happened at the end of Rocky V? Do you remember where, where all O or B was at? So this was a problem I was going to discuss with you, that as much as I've enjoyed Rocky, it's mostly Rocky fights so-and-so, Rocky wins or loses, someone dies, Rocky is spurred on to try again, Rocky wins. So I'm not your honour. I'm going to hold my hands up and say I don't fully recall where we got to with Rocky. <laughs> I was hoping I would be able to get from you a Rocky enthusiast, a little pricey, a little recap, a little catch-up on where a we got A little previously to. on AMC's yeah, yeah. Rocky. Here's the problem as well, though. Rocky Five is behind the paywall. Yes. So I don't want anyone to think that Sam's self-imposed amnesia here is some sort of like a, a, a bricking of the knowledge of, of what actually happened to Rocky. You're all allowed to know how to Rocky. Rocky was told in Rocky Five that he was no longer allowed to box. Yes. And also he lost all his money because Paulie had invested it poorly. He had to move back to the old neighbourhood with his no-good punk kid who was played in real life by his actual son. Yeah. And Rocky tried to 
mentor a new boxer and found that it didn't work because he wouldn't listen to him and then in the end Rocky had a fight and kind of got a weird moral victory while Sylvester Stallone had the bitter taste of ash in his mouth because we all know for whatever reason he was adamant that Rocky was going to die in Rocky 5 and <laughs> they wouldn't let him kill him and he has well, since gone on on record that new Sylvester Stallone documentary that's on Netflix mm. one of the big talking points of it is like I believe the, the heroes should never die and live forever then John Rambo at the end when I'm dead I told them manipulate the image so it looks like he's rocking back and forth over in the chair of the credits so you don't know if he's dead or not I don't know so I'm not spoiled anything because it's ambiguous forever isn't it oh Kevin you're back in the room after we played that clip from the documentary <laughs> from the documentary itself thank you for Netflix for providing the context there <laughs> So that's where we're at with Rocky. But this that was in like late 80s, I guess it was. We're yeah. in the we're in the midst of Y2K. We're Just, in the midst of McBling and <laughs> Juicy Couture. What's Rocky doing here? Quick question. If I remember rightly, was the final fight of Rocky V just in the, like a street fight in the street? It was. Yeah, okay, okay. That was an interesting flavour. And it was coordinated by wrestling legend Terry Funk, oh. who uh, was oh. a close friend of Sylvester Stallone at that point. <laughs> but not forever. Not beyond that point. You gotta work hard to stay friends with Stallone forever. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. So this, this I mean, I remember hearing about this coming out. It's like a big deal that Pretty there was a new big media campaign around it. Yeah, Rocky it, was, film. it was. Yeah. Now the the naming does that imply any kind of reboot or fresh start, or is this lit? This is literally a sequel to where we were before. It's the same Rocky in the same universe. Why is it a reboot in an alternate universe where <laughs> professional athletes are all fucking sixty? Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> is, is it that? No, it's not that. No. I will okay. say it's not that. So, uh, okay. Suppose what Rocky is doing now. That's what I'm asking you to do. Okay. At this so, period. So this is like 15 years-ish before now. Yeah, right, That still for a boxer means that Rocky's going to be old. And older than last time and as well, older than last crazy. Time. And last time he was like at the end of the road of his career like it's like you you are too old to be still boxing so he's way too old now so therefore but i uh, right i know the creed films roughly i haven't seen any mm -hmm. of them i know it's rocky sort of managing or coaching yeah Apollo creed's son and he's already tried that in rocky five as well sure yeah. with tommy gun tommy gun <laughs> It's a shame we didn't get the gun movies as well. I know. Um, but, gun. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think, unless in some kind of novelty context where he'll be boxing, you know, Ricky Gervais or some shit, that this... <laughs> hey, yo, Paul, he's for charity. I don't like him, he's a bum. I think his views are antiquated. I hate him. <laughs> It, it surely can't be literally Rocky gets back into a young man's game and comes out victorious. There's going to be some kind of... but So 2006, it, I, mean, I think it's 2006. I think I saw that somewhere, but I don't know yeah. before. But it's around that time. That's near to when things like The Wrestler were coming out. Maybe that was yeah, a few years true. after. That was but, like 09, I think, yeah. I don't know if this is going to have that sort of sadness that oh, like tragic like yeah rocky has to go to saudi arabia to, yeah. and, or dubai to make a payday like he, he tries but he's he's shit 
and all sweaty and gross and sad. And it's just like sad and real, man. And just bleh. Hey, Paulie, you know, I don't know nothing about no regime. I just say, you know, they, they treat me nice here. You know, they give me a really good food. You know, uh, <laughs> they gave me $17 million, you know. Uh, <laughs> they kept me on the plane for like 17 hours or something. But I, they I took drove. my passport, Rock. What am I going to do? <laughs> But so I don't think it's going to be literally old man Rocky comes back and is just fighting fit and does some proper boxing. There's got to be some twists, some USP. What would you most like? Let's blue sky think here because obviously Rocky's a character that you've you've grown fond for. Mm. Seems to me you're describing what you're worried could happen. Yes. What would you rather happen? In an ideal world, what is the Sam Chaplin pitch for what he'd like to see Rocky doing at this point in time? Yeah, but then it's just Creed. It's just, I'd, I'd be pitching oh, right. Creed. Like, that, that seems like a perfect idea. And from what I've heard, they're good. <sighs> what would I like him to do? I can't think of anything beyond he helps out some other boxers. Or he gets into, like... Maybe it could be a positive thing, like, getting into old man box. I don't know if there's, like, old... Old, old box, Like, boxing. senior box. He's not, he's not old, old at this point. He's, like, maybe... <laughs> 50-something, maybe Sylvester, in th- at this point in time? or like, All I remember I was that around this time, Sylvester Sloan had a special magazine for men in their 60s, and it was like, 60 is the new 40. Okay. And then when he was 70, he's like, I was lying to you. <laughs> 70 is the new fucking 20. So maybe he's starting like a, an older gentleman's boxing club, and he's the... Are all his old friends going to show up? Is that yeah. it? Yeah. And they're, they're like, you know what? We can do things even though we're old. And that's a good message. And that might be nice if it was a positive, yeah. uplifting thing about still give it, still getting stuck in, you know, when you're a bit older. Is it fair to say that Rocky V was the only one that didn't land the blow of it's uplifting? Because it tried to do it a bit at the end, but it wasn't re- It was a bit of a bummer. Like, Rocky, like, you know, <laughs> hey, you got brain damage and you don't own anything anymore, like. Yeah. I mean, the brain damage is not going to get better by this point is it i don't know man they got all these new technologies yeah and the kids with their phones these days and and ai and the xbox 360 has just dropped hold on hold on i'm putting together the timelines 2006 wii boxing i reckon he's Uh on on the nintendo wii he's he's got the wii remote and he's getting wee fit. That's what I think is happening. I don't know if that oh, adds up. Paulie's going to be so pissed when he gets on that balance board. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? That, that, little, that little guy's going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my pitch. He does wee boxing and becomes Fucking a champion. Love a bit of wee boxing, it's, huh? It's, love it's, it's an esports film. It's the first major esports film. And yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my That's pick. uplifting. That can yeah. be uplifting. Fair yeah. enough. I will say no more about this movie. Okay. Other than when I was on a flight to Egypt last year. Yeah. I was like, oh, a little, the Rocky Balboa's on here. Bit of a treat. I had downloaded Creed 2 on my, my iPad for, for mm. over the, later on, you know, over the holiday. And I thought I'd watch a bit of Rocky Balboa. And I was in floods of tears. Oh. A- the actual floods of tears. And so much so that the man who was asleep beside me woke up a little bit, saw then what I was watching on my screen, mm. and gave me the knowing sleepy look of a man who understood my tears. And he just went back to sleep. And that man was Sylvester Stallone, everyone. 
Uh, yeah, it was. He was very happy. Yeah. He goes around all the flights to see what people... He wants the hard data. He wants yeah. to look at the screens. He wants to know for sure if you're watching Expendables, Rocky or Rambo. Or the new Netflix documentary, Sly, which is <coughs> mostly about his relationship with his father. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you might think he knows Sylvester Stallone. Mm. We might think that we know Sylvester Stallone because we have done so many podcasts featuring him. Sam, the man was only nearly a professional polo player. And I feel no. like that is a big part we've ignored of him. Polo? Yeah. Polo player. The horse thing, not the mint. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And I'm not a professional polo player because when it comes to eating polos, I don't play. No. Too much respect for the game. Exactly. I can't picture him on a horse. I'm really trying, and I can't see it. I mm. feel if he was really into polo, he would have given us the polo movie. Oh, imagine. Polo, Polo 2... Polo 3, and when Apollo Creed shows up, you know it's going to get real, like, you know? And they'll go, of course, Apollo Balboa, which is what we're covering now. Apollo Creed. I mean, that's, you know, top notch stuff. Um... <laughs> it's going to be a good year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're off to a good start. So I, th I think, well, now you said floods of tears, it's going to be emotional. It could be funny, though. Yeah, I laugh. you could be laughing. I've got, I've got weird ducts, so I cry when I laugh all the time, so. Yeah, yeah, could yeah. Could have been a knees up. And the sleepy man was like, oh, yeah, that is funny, that. Good night. Maybe <laughs> maybe Rocky and Polly and the gang on the corner have to strip. You know, maybe it's a Philly version of the Full oh. Monty. And that was really funny, because they made sardonic comments about the state of the country after Reagan, you know? There you go. Kevin, I would, be be I would be delighted if it was that. I would be so happy if that's what this film was. I don't think it is, but it could be. I mean, I can imagine Rocky and Polly trying to steal a girder from an L Steelworks. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and blowing it. <laughs> but that's to, like, build a ring or something. That's like, you know. Hmm. Okay. Floods of tears. Okay, okay. I think it's going to be sad. Oh, sorry, no, uh, I misspoke. I was being a wicked bad dude, and I was yeah. drinking floods of beers, baby, okay, because yeah, you're on the, the plane, holiday starts about. on the plane, brother, and you have to <laughs> drink until your kidneys overflow. Yeah, okay. Mm. All right, well, look, I'm optimistic. I, I want to conclude this series, but... Are we going to go out strong? Do you think we're going to go out strong? I remember this... Or, or a whimper. Okay, so th this was like the first Rocky film that I like remember coming out. I think the other ones didn't come out while I was alive or I'm no, was I think, very, yeah, very young. Um, so this is the first one I kind of remember seeing come out. And I remember the general feeling being, it's surprisingly good. Is yeah, the good. expectations were rock bottom. Yeah, yeah. They were rocky bottom. And I think it's... I think this is going to be good. I think this is going to be a nice, neat capper on the end. Because I don't think oh. Sly Stallone will have been happy with Rocky V, ultimately. And also, as well, if he was really unhappy with this, you know there'd be a couple more Rockies not going to pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is absolutely not ashamed to have another bite at the cherry if he thinks he's not landed flush the first time around. But I'm interested, because every Rocky film ends with, like... Well, not every Rocky film, but they tend to end with... We fucking did it! 
and that being like the and it's not we don't then get like how Rocky's life goes on beyond that point. Like we just yes. see that in the next film. We don't dwell. We end on the climactic scene. And I wonder oh, Do you think that Rocky Six is gonna start like with him suddenly way older in an alleyway going, You did it, I fought a man in the street. Rocky, come indoors. <laughs> Stop hanging out with those ne'er-do-wells on the corner fighting randos. Get inside. So I, I think the thing I'm most excited about is literally the ending of this film. How Sly Stallone, if he is indeed writing or involved in the story of this, which I he assume is? he is. He is? How he would choose to cap off the story of Rocky Balboa in Rocky Balboa. How would you end Rocky's story? Uh, I mean, him dying would... That's, some, that's something, isn't it? It's not, oh. it's not necessarily the best ending, but it's a, it's a, it's a brave choice. It'd be very brave to kill Rocky, wouldn't it? Yeah, how brave. Oh, you're brave. Drago was trying to be brave. He just couldn't, he didn't have it in him. Like. So I, I don't know what a good ending would be, so I'm, I'm happy for someone else who knows his onions to solve it. Well, who better than freaking mm. Sly Stallone himself, sure, you know? Yes. But, Kevin, before before we go watch Rocky Balboa, Ooh. let's take a little brief sojourn. Sojourn! To the, to the mailbag. Yes. Ooh, lovely sojourno ham, delicious, all <laughs> sliced up thin. Yes. Help yourself. Help yourself. Those are for everyone. It's like see-through flesh. <laughs> Welcome to the mailbag. Yo. Thank you as ever for your questions, queries, comments, and other stuff to cinemaswell at gmail.com. Mailbag. Do 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 the mailbag. Now, Kevin, did I did I put out a call for questions before this episode or indeed this year so far? No, I didn't. I've I've had limited presence on social media this month for yeah. my well-being, but I'm assuming not. <laughs> Kevin, have we had well no, no I'll leave it at that. But Kevin, what <laughs> But you can do this. You can hype something up. I know you can do this. Well, Kevin, we, we've had a good question in from Matty. However, I will admit, I'll hold my hands up and admit that it was a Christmas question. But I... Oh! But, but, but. It, it's like when you find a bar of chocolate you got in your stocking in the late January morn, and you're thinking, yeah, oh, that's, that's still good. That's still good. It's still going. But this question, I think, is a universal question just framed in a Christmassy way. So I'm going to try and adapt Matty's what, What's question. your ideal Christmas dinner? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, man, though. Turkey, fucking vegetables, potatoes. Come on, gravy. There we go. Thank you for your questions. Into the- no. Right, so here's what I've suggested that Matty has written. Matty, I'm sorry. I'm going to go all over the shop here. Merry silly season, gentlemen. Okay, <laughs> okay all right. right. Uh, hello, hello, is what Matty put there. Oh, he says hello, ho, ho here. Hang on now. <laughs> <laughs> a challenge. It was a Christmas challenge. Yes, right. So here's the here's the question. The the nub, the main bit of the question applies all year round. You are having the whole extended family around: uncles, granny, nieces, nephews, all generations, all different levels of attention spans. Right. We've got everyone got different ages. Someone asks you to put on a movie 
that everyone can enjoy. That's the key thing there. A movie that everyone can enjoy. What do you put on? Much less. Everyone, a.k.a. the whole family can enjoy. What, what If you were tasked with that, what would you put on? A film that everyone can enjoy. Everyone can enjoy? This is I hard. Mm. Yeah. Kin- kindergarten Cop. Easy. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. That's got something that add layers for every level of mature to uh, to childish and everything in between. For smarter children, they'll get to engage with the actual plot. Dumb kids will just laugh at Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice and... <laughs> Old people can fall asleep and wake up and correctly identify one of the most recognisable men in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, there he is. And go, and go back to sleep. You can wake up and go, oh, Sharan was in there. What's he, what's he doing now? <laughs> and there you go. Easy peasy. So I think that that's a very good answer to this, to be fair. I think maybe the, the boring answer is that this should be a family film and the kind of, you know, your classic Pixar's might be a good... No, because I feel when you enter into something that is obviously a family movie, Mm. you're giving outs for certain members of the family where they're like, oh, this is just a kid's thing. Because there will be adults who won't know that Pixar movies actually have an emotional depth to them. I don't know, most of the time I don't watch any of the new shit ones. (laughs) But Cars 3, we can all stand behind, right? of course. So I feel like you have to go in. That's why Kindergarten Cop, it's the subtle bait and switch of you... presenting you as an action movie or a mature themes but it's actually a kiddie family friendly affair yeah so you don't want to provide any opportunity for intergenerational mocking because we all have enough ammunition to go both directions across and between generations as it is we don't need movies to bludgeon each other over the head with as well so no to up yes to kindergarten cup okay I, I tried to look at films that we've done on Swirl as well to see if any any of them fit this brief. I briefly entertained the idea of the mask being appropriate, but it is really not. <laughs> but Honestly, I don't think any child born after 1999 should mm. see the mask. It'll just give them ideas. Yeah. They don't, they don't need to be exposed to that fucking illusion of power that we children were growing up with and appreciating nonstop at the time. That could make... If you show a child that now and they have a phone, game over. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Game over! So I think, get some Arnie on there. They'll throw their phone at you and say, somebody stop me. What did you do then? Nothing. Ghostbusters? No. Are you uh, kidding me? Yeah. With the ghost fellatio joke? Oh, yeah, no. Dan Aykroyd gets sucked off by a ghost. I forgot about that. You want your children to grow up expecting things if and when they see it's, a ghost? It's Right. It's tricky because, and uh, you know, I'm making allusions to something that happened behind the paywall. But if you show a kid a film and there's some stuff going on, they might start to d- develop some ways of thinking that are not ideal, you know? Um, do you know what I'm saying? Name a negative thing that you can learn from Kindergarten Cop. Cinemaswirl at gmail.com. Oh, okay, yeah. Because, you know, I've not, I've not done it, you know, but... No. Oh, also as well, The Martian. The The Martian? <laughs> yeah, The Martian. That's so why when I was a teacher, I used to show it all the time. I'm like, yeah, it's science. Go to sleep. <laughs> 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 I've not seen The Martian, but I, I I assume that's just... Is it family friendly, The Martian? Yeah. No. Yeah? yeah, it is. 
It's just a yeah, guy. Kids have learned about space sooner or later. Yeah. Yeah. I know there's a lot of, you know, molly coddling and helicopter parenting going around these days, but uh, those of you who are refusing to engage your children with space and pretend it doesn't exist. What's helicopter parenting? <laughs> helicopter parenting is when you are o- overly analyzing everything they do and you're super close by and you're like, ah. if you want to get past this level on. Super Mario now. Yeah. You'll need to be, you, you're getting, you're just, let them be. Yeah. Let them be. Yeah, less helicopter, more chopper. That's what you need, all right? Get some audio. Exactly. The yeah. And okay. that's why the answer to your question, Maddie, is we should show them all Predator, because I was shown <laughs> that when I was three, and it made me the man I am today, and I'm all the better for it. No one invisible has gotten to me, because I spot it. I see the movements. I'm using, if I could spot it in the jungle on a VHS, you think I won't be able to spot it in Salford? Come on now. <laughs> so thank you, Matty, for your question. It's a tricky one, and I'd, I'd be interested to hear other thoughts on what a kind of universally appealing yeah. a, f- a movie that everyone can enjoy. Everyone. It needs to, it needs to have a, the ability to grab attention. Yeah. And also, as well, it has to be actually good as well, mm. not just passable. So I'm interested. Any thoughts? Cinema Swirl at gmail full stop com oh, that's cinema swirl at gmail full stop com right okay fucking time to put a full stop on rocky balboa's career <laughs> life <laughs> <laughs> that's some fucking heavy duty punctuation Ooh. coming at you yeah. i'm very excited will stanley's dander get up at the sight of old man sliced alone I, for one, can't wait to find out. Let's go do a cinema swirl ding ding. Ding ding. Sam, initial gut reaction to Rocky Balboa bracket six. That was good. That was fun. That was sad. And a bit weird. But I really enjoyed it. It was a proper Rocky film, but released in 2006. And that's kind of strange, but it doesn't feel like it's from then. Yeah. 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 Well, that's a, a lot of complex emotions packed into one little sing song. Yes. There. Yeah. The one I want to draw on first and foremost, because mm. I I was nodding my head going, yeah, absolutely. Good, sad, weird. Mm. What was weird about it? That's interesting. So I think I dug into weird with my uh, my next verse, but it didn't feel like a. I know this is like now 15 years ago, but it didn't feel like a new. Rocky film. It didn't feel like they'd changed the formula at all. It felt very... Apart from a couple of key bits. Right, well, you said this could have come out in the 80s or the 90s, is what you say. Yeah, a bit. Mm. And I like I like that about it. I think that's... You know, I was expecting this to be like Rocky, but for the uh, born ultimatum generation. And, that, you know, it's that, a little look, bit... Look, I'm proud to be part of that generation. Yeah, sure. You know, yeah. uh, and I will fight every other generation endlessly. I haven't seen any born films, by the way, just so you know. Yeah, not seen any. What? Yeah, no, no oh, born. Oh, 
okay, that's good yeah. to know. Mm. Well, there'll be a lot of running in the movies you watch in the not-too-distant future. Okay. Well, we started off with a nice little montage, but not the montage that you would expect. It was instead kind of like, I don't know, it was like if you hadn't any Rocky in your system, it was like a concentrated dose. Yeah. Intravenously introduced into the body again. Because you got the, the, the Rocky flowing past you and all the letters were there. Or, oh, C, K and Y were there. And their new friends, Balboa, B-A-L, and uh, yep. O, and A is there as well. And B. A. Also, again, <laughs> A. 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 Did you get the Rocky feeling quickly? So, I don't know. I'm, I hmm. can't really judge for you because I feel like I'm huffing Rocky 24-7 the last few years in one way, shape, or form. Sure. Now, Kevin, I'm a, a graphic designer by trade, so I'm always going to pick up on the old fonts in, in the... Uh, and this is, as, as far as I can tell, this is impact font. This is like the, you know, mid-2000s meme font. This is... But like, is there a more appropriate adjective... Oh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's an impactful font than that. Sit, yeah. You know? Mm. Like, if Stallone just has a list of the names of the fonts, he's picking Impact. Well, he could have used Punch Narrow, could have used, you know, <laughs> one of those ones. But, yeah, it's, it's Impact. It felt a little bit, slightly, Windows Movie Maker. Just the, ti- just the titles. Just Ooh. the titles. But everything else, the iconic music coming back in, I loved it. And I'm like, okay, we're back into rock. That, that, that sound like it was made on... Um... Windows Garage Band, did it? Huh? No, because there's no Windows Garage Band, and there's not even an equivalent of Garage Band on Windows, which is one of the main reasons why. In the Bill, uh, yeah, well, I, I know what's he. Why haven't they launched a similar product? It would go down a. Treat. You know what, Sam? But, yeah. Every time anyone conjures up an image of Bill Gates in their head, it's going to be with his pockets outturned and him sheepishly going, "I just don't have it anymore." <laughs> and it's because of a lack of innovation yeah. on copying. Yeah. Garage Band for Windows. I don't want Ableton. I don't want Fruity Loops Studio. I, I, I want it built into the machine. Just let me Ooh. let me go. Come on. That sounds good. They should name more studios after serials I'm partial to. And people who've... Li- <laughs> And people who've listened to the Cinema Swirl theme tune closely enough will know that I'm a reason man, but... Well, if they, and they, but if they listen to the podcast so much, don't think they'd, they'd, they'd have the same, same um, uh, idea. So yeah. we see Mason Dixon, yes. the yes. world heavyweight champion, mm. who has no love of the game, has caused the sport to go into an irreversible decline, and the fans are still filling the arenas, but they're throwing ice at him, which... Fair dues, you know, if you're going to throw something, you know, the evidence is going to melt before the cops have the, the cuffs on your wrists, you know? Yeah. I mean, what, what's his deal? He just, he's fighting cream puffs. He's not a real, he's not a real champ. He's just, he's been fed weak opponents. 33 wins. Yeah. 30 dirty knockouts. Right. So he's too good is what they're saying. Okay. You know, they're saying yeah. that this guy... <laughs> too good. We, they're resenting his his success. He's too good and his opponents are too crap. And he seems to have a stranglehold. Right. Insert wrestling analogy depending on your care here yes. now. The listener, let's give him a second. There we go. I know, I can't believe it's like that wrestler you don't like. It's crazy, isn't yes. it? It's mad. Just Too good. I was thinking of the same one as well, but I'm not going to say it, but I'll, you know, I'm in agreement with you, listener at home absolutely 100% take it back Sam do 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 take it back yes I take, re- take me back take it take her back take, I can't remember if it's take it back or take it's take we're taking it back we're taking it back in my notes I've got do 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 de do uh, written down but I can't actually remember do, the rhythm do, of it do, do. <laughs> take it back 
do 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 to take it back. Yes, nice. Take it back. Do 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 do. If you look, all you have to do is imagine Rocky there with his trousers around his ankles, looking stupid, going do 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 do. That's how you remember the rhythm of it. Easy peasy. You get hit right over the head with it because not only this is everyone's worst nightmare. You're waking up at five a.m. And your wife is dead. No! Yeah. Oh, that's fucking, that's a hard way to wake up in the morning. I mean, if your wife died, the least you could get is a lion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a bit of bloody peace and quiet, if you know what I'm saying about... No, that's that's a terrible, that's a terrible thing to Why say. Why did you say that? <laughs> like, like, right. For f- famously quiet Adrian, like, <laughs> that, that house is a tomb now. <laughs> I'm I'm a big defender of the goof of not liking your spouse or partner and being like, oh, I just need a bit of bloody uh, peace and quiet from the old ball and track. I like that. That you know what, mate? That's a British institution. I'm not having that you taken take away that from back me. To Blackpool, where it I'm belongs. I'm not having that taken away by the wokerati. But all right, me and the wokerati, we're gonna munch some tofu, read the Guardian, then we're gonna bundle you up and throw you under the pier in Blackpool, where it's the only place that belongs. Oh, yeah. I love my spouse. No, stop it. It's it's too woke for. Me. But he's in, he's in a sad little house with his sad little turtles and no wife. Oh. Yeah, I, I I panicked and thought I'd missed a big chunk of Rocky Five where Adrian died. But it's just it's happened in the intervening years. Yes, because it's twenty years I believe since Rocky Five has yep. passed at this point. And originally I believe in the script Adrian, you know, because the actor who played Adrian, you know, still alive, you yeah. know, and and she was written into it originally. And then he's like, honestly, the only way for you to feel sorry for Rocky and for for him to have this emotional weight in the movie was her to not just be dead, but to have been gone for several years. She's four years passed away from ovarian cancer, which Rocky clumsily yeah. refers to as woman cancer woman later cancer. in the movie. I thought he said that and I wasn't sure and there were no subtitles where I was watching it. Yeah, I mean, you know what? It's quite effective as a, you know, quick way of making Rocky seem especially sad. Like, you know, oh no. You want it to be sad quick and still yeah. be an hour 40 that's yeah that's why he's there chosen go. to go with Pierre. i mean i miss adrian mm. and i was like you know always thinking like oh surely there had to be another way other than killing her to get that emotion back in i will say though she was becoming less and less of uh, an important part of the story as the yeah. movies went on yeah. and i feel that even though she's dead the myth of her and the grief that is fucking dripping off the walls in yes. this movie almost to death she's a bigger part of the movie than she was in the last two ones being alive yeah weirdly a weird thing to say I yeah know. i think you're right so we're at the uh, we're at the graveyard and everything you know rocky's first line time goes by too too fast too oh Oh, time. Uh, not, not fast enough, Rock, <laughs> if you ask me. I just want us all to be dead. <laughs> Paulie is as awful as ever, except he feels more appropriately aged for the insane amount of crankiness that is exuding from every pore of his body. Yeah, Paulie's fascinating in this. I'll get to some of that later, but he's a very interesting, strange little man. Speaking of little men, Robert, Rocky Jr., he's not there visiting the grave. He's too busy being a 
hot shot. Too oh. busy fucking watching DVDs and going on his flip phone because yeah. it's 2006 and he doesn't care about old fuddy-duddy dusty cemeteries full of old dead mothers. He ain't there. Rocky waving at the grave. Uh, yeah. It's weird because it's like at equal points this movie wants to be like, oh God, grief has just taken over his life. He's just literally in awe and his entire life is a tribute to his dead wife. And they go through points this movie of being like, that's bad because you got to live for the now. And even yeah. Rocky kind of realizes that point. But also as well, she never... There's never a point where he's like, and now I gotta move on. Because this movie opens and ends with Rocky, like, fucking glued to that grave. That is his life. Yeah. Even with everything that happens in between these two uh, points. It's, uh... Which is, it does, it's sad. I think it's, it's sad, the saddest it's Rocky sad. movie. Yeah, yeah, it's you know? really sad. But quite poignant. It's a, it's effective and efficient in its sadness. Yes. And I think they use the five movies worth of emotion yeah very well to fuel the early going of this movie because the you know spoiler the really fucking sad bit that made me ball crying on a flight was was absolutely all in this probably first 15 or 20 minutes he goes to meet his son yes. who's become such a hollywood hotshot he's not even played by his own son anymore he's played from the hollywood hotshot from heroes he's peter which in 2006 it's man this guy's career is just getting bigger and hotter and huger he's gonna be a huge star that we all know from things beyond this yeah and you know what oh. sam once that little writer's strike gets taken care of <laughs> Heroes is going to get right back on track. We're on easy street, baby. We're, we're, we're going to be licensed yeah. to print money, you know, with the, the webisodes that these kids have been cooking up in web development. Yes. This thing is going to be self-sufficient franchise after franchise after franchise. Their strained relationship was so effectively portrayed here, it just made me immediately think that Stallone's got problems with his kids, which I know is not necessary. It's not the case. They no. do a podcast together, yeah. for Christ's sake. Okay. Can I just just say it's we're coming up to 20 years since the lost premiere and i'm fiending to talk about a webisode i just heard that word then and it took me back Ooh. oh a webisode yes please but we're, we're not talking about that yeah peter petrelli rocky jr he's kind of he's you know i wrote down blowing off his dad but that sounds really bad but i mean like he's just like <laughs> He's, you know, he's like, oh, I'm, you know, oh, I'm busy, Dad. I'm doing all my look. He's, he's basically sick of being Rocky's son and everyone being like, yes. you know, you're the famous boxer's son. His boss, his manager's like, oh, it's, it's your dad, Rocky. I want to meet him. Why haven't you let me meet him so far? Hi, I'm piece of shit manager. And Rocky Jr.'s like, oh, I want to be my own man. Like, oh. No one's happy with this as well because like when Rocky's getting his picture taken, he's like, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> you know that's the pose i've seen at far too many poorly attended wrestling conventions yes the sad fist barely clenched i mean rocky's just such a, a figure of tragedy in this because when when his son's like yeah maybe i'll maybe i'll catch you at some point he, he says oh don't don't let those numbers drive you crazy use an eraser get rid of all of them and it's like that's such a boxer's Thanks, understanding Dad. of law i think is what uh rocky jr said it's like don't <laughs> let those fucking numbers <laughs> confuse you boy <laughs> something my dad would say to me when I'm about to record a podcast he wouldn't because he doesn't really know I don't think he still doesn't understand yeah, but he'd say, like, don't let all those numbers confuse you <laughs> erase them all <laughs> <laughs> oh it 
every fucking second in this, there's a thing that I'm like, oh, God, ah, and it just makes me sad. Like, his little Italian restaurant called Adrian's. Oh, oh I'll oh. tell you what, though. Yeah. I could watch literally three hours of Rocky going around Little Italy buying produce. Yeah, that scene yeah. gave me life. It, it rejuvenated me after some pretty hairy moments early on. But, yeah, his restaurant called Adrian's, which is like... Fuck. Rocky's not a like he's not down and out in this movie. No, no, no. no he's financially doing all right. speaking, he's doing all right. He's got his own home. He's got his own business. The yep. restaurant's not like thriving, but also as well, it's not like on death's door. It's no, not like there's no. no one there. It's kind of it's he's doing all right. Yeah. He's not bankrupt like he was in Rocky Five. No, but did you realize who that boxer was who was eating dinner there? Spider Rico. He's from the first one, isn't he? He yeah. is he's the very yeah. first guy he boxes mm. while they still do the kind of the crappy dirtbag boxing, you know, while he's still an absolute bum. He is a prime target for a mid-2000s episode of Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> he is an aging host telling long, rambling stories and the kitchen, honestly... You, you have to get back to your roots, Rocky! To the Italian cuisine! <laughs> You need to fire all of your all of your staff. Damn. You need to box your son. <laughs> On the site of Adrian's grave. <laughs> I loved him going from table to table doing his little stories. I, I find that so, so fucking cute. Oh, you're the I, I'm not gonna lie, Sam. There's yeah. so many like wrestlers or boxers who if they had their own restaurant and yeah. they did a little spiel, I'd eat plates after plates yeah. of bland rigatoni if I got a story from a, a star of that caliber. Exactly. And he's he's not tragic in a sense here because he's in his element and yeah. he does like yeah. doing it. But you do get a few moments in this movie where it's like, ah oh, yeah, nostalgia's all well and good, but you know, Jesus Christ, if that's all you're dealing with life moves pretty fucking slow for him yes and rocky jr rings up the goddamn restaurant and he's once again saying dad i'm gonna have to take a rain check gonna have to uh can take a rain check on that that's one of the, that's one of my least favorite american phrases by the way right rain, rain rain check the first time i heard rain check i yeah. wrote someone cancelled plans with me that i kind of wanted to be cancelled anyway and they used the phrase, can we take a rain check, which was immediately imbued the whole situation with this very potent, oh, well, it's a rain check. No questions asked. Yeah. Because when you say rain check, you're implying that you absolutely are going to do it again at a different point. Yes. So in its initial, it was like, oh, I get to cancel plans scot-free like an American would. But since then, yeah, I feel it's kind of used. People say rain check is to say, I don't want to do it. What does it rain mean? Check, a rain check means that you're going to do it again. No, but why does it now. mean that? Why is it called rain check? I believe without having checked. Yeah which is the cinema swirl staple, yeah. which is, <laughs> you're going to go and do a thing, but it's raining. So right. a rain check means, well, you can't go do it now, but when it's not raining, we'll do it. Right. But it's not, this is not, it's never really weather related. And I'm not bringing in the crops, it's raining. Right. We'll take a rain check. We'll check if it's raining before we do this again. Look, someone's putting their hand out a window before we're doing anything. Yeah. That's all I know. Look, they go back to the old gym, him and Paulie, and he's like, God, this, <gasps> the sign's falling apart, Paulie. Oh, wow, well, it's falling apart, Rocky. And he's like, hey, you know, <laughs> you say, Paulie, you live in a place long enough, you'll, you'll, be, you'll become that place. I ain't no talking building, Rocco. <laughs> yeah, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> 
Paulie is kind of ruining but making also very entertaining this scene of Rocky like looking at old stuff and being sad. Like they go they go to Adrian's pet shop, yeah. the old tropical fish store from the first movie. He goes to the house from Rocky 2. When they go to the 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 bit it just fucking breaks me is when they go to the old ice rink. It's just not and yeah. like Paulie literally goes, This is depressing, Rocco. Like he just <laughs> he he doesn't want to even make jokes about it. He's just like, This is sad. Please stop making me do this so the ice rig is knocked down and one thing that paulie says literally says ice is stupid and i think that's when someone's like clearly going through like you know grief and probably depression for, <laughs> and looking at this old ice rig to go ice is stupid ice is fucking stupid right? look i'm not no rocky i'm not depressed what it is is the concept of water becoming a solid fucking stupid dumb yeah and if you deign to walk on that you're even dumber than the ice itself and it's the line here where he's asking rocky why he's doing it and rocky's like i don't want to remember the good times what's your problem he's like you had the good times i didn't i was horrible to her and now I have to live with the guilt of that. Yeah. Like, so it means nothing to me other than making me regret how I treated my sister, which is, I think, the only time Polly actively feels bad for the right reasons about something. Yeah, Polly has tiny, tiny bits of growth in this film and yeah. says some quite, you know, interesting things but yeah he's 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 got that guilt as well as the grief which rocky doesn't have rocky's got the grief but he's not got any guilt i don't think so they do it every year Uh, the tour and like every year like like hey i i think philadelphia is uh, one of those cities i've always wanted to visit yeah but let me tell you in 2006 they were leading into the fucking urban decay element here it was so sad to see like because it was always scrappy and like kind of working class the area that they were in but it's like yeah there's just no one here now no. It's, it's it's like a ghost town which is so fucking sad in itself so he heads to the old dive bar yeah. which is featured in a bunch of rocky movies and goddamn who's serving drinks but Lil marie herself from the atomic hoagie shop <laughs> yes she's there and this is when rocky says woman cancer by the way talking about yes. uh, how adrian died marie is talking about like oh you know i heard about your wife it was really sad so she's someone who rocky walked home once yeah, in the first Rocky movie, remember this yeah. is the little girl, yeah, yeah. and he's try- he tries to be all like, "No, you you shouldn't swear, you shouldn't smoke." She's like, "Shut up, you fucking old idiot! I'm gonna smoke these cigarettes and give you cancer. Give me here." And she's like twelve for whatever it is, and she tells him to you know go fuck himself or screw you, or whatever it was. She's yeah. horrible to him. And I think we had a chat about like Rocky's kind of misguided wanting to be the big man around town, trying to help everyone, and no one wants his help. You know, he says to her, "Good insults last." long time because he remembers what she said but what she said was screw you creepo and that to him was like a good insult that's lasted a long time but yeah i mean but well speaking of being insulted some woman in the bar starts yelling at him when oh buy me drinks (laughs) buy Buy me a drink i i hate you Come on now, you know the sweet talk of cele- a local celebrity in a dive bar? It's not by shouting, I'll tell you that much. Yes, but uh, the, so he offers to give Maria a lift home. They go outside, but the guy from this group, this rowdy group, comes out and just they all just start slagging off Rocky. And one particular quote I loved was, you fucking punch-drunk goofy bastard. <laughs> 
that's particularly mean. So, like, Rocky has matured in the sense that, like, you know, he he doesn't rise to the occasion, or he doesn't rise to anger immediately. But he does. He does. After a while, he realizes that I have to go out and like, you know, be Rocky. And that's because you realize as well that Rocky, in his older age, he has a lot of sadness under the hood. Yes. But he also has a bit of anger as well, which refers to later as being stuff in the basement. Mm. And I think he has gotten to the point in his grief where he is a little bit angry at the world for what it's like and for Adrian not being in it. So, I don't know. The one thing, though, that maybe my watching it this time around is that I think Lil Marie, even though it's nice that we have kind of I don't know, like a bit of a, a circle close with someone mm. from the original movie and all that. But I find that she is doing too much of an Adrian light at yeah, points yeah, for someone who they quite early on go out of the way to say, there is no romantic love here. This is just like, you know, him wanting to help out someone or whatever it is. But it just, because she's so like Adrian yes. and he responds to that, you can't help but feel, screw you, creepo. <laughs> <laughs> well, he really responds to it. And it, it, again, that's quite cute and quite sad he clearly misses that kind of awkward, strange little Rocky Balboa conversations that he used to have. He just needs to talk to someone other than Polly, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, but he he does his little jokes and stuff. He's a funny guy, Rocky. He's famously a funny he guy. Is. Oh, sometimes, funny guy. Sometimes I feel like a kangaroo with all this stuff in my pocket. Oh, uh, oh. He's, he's, oh. he's a, still Rocky, still a goof. Yeah. He thinks... <laughs> That Jamaica is in Europe when he's introduced to Lil Marie's son's steps. Yes. And he's got he's like, hey, yo, I got a restaurant, you know, maybe you'd want to come over, get you your dinner. I'm like, oh Rocky, we're like 20 minutes in, he's inviting like four people to his restaurant. Yeah. There's already a bunch of people there eating for free. He's, he's a like, generous guy. Oh, I'll leave this uh leave this card here on the steps. Steps. Huh? Very good. Oh, Very it's, good. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's I my it. favorite type of humor when someone realizes that something is called the same thing as another thing. <laughs> There's a bit of uh, Mason Dixon going back to his old gym, I think, and meeting with his old trainer. And, and that's the thing get about real, him. man. i got to be real. He's, he's not got the pride anymore. No. He's, he's surrounded by money men. You see him earlier on in the movie as well. He's like just wandering around his big old mansion with his fleet of cars. His cars, by the way, which have tellies in them, yeah. even though they've not been pimped. No, DVD players, stock, included, uh, like, exhibits not come in. Is it exhibit? It is exhibit. Exhibit, baby. Exhibit's not it come is in exhibit, yeah. and plonked a DVD player in there. That car has come with a DVD player. You can tell that that's flush with the dashboard, you know. Look, Sam, you know that exhibit was only putting in a DVD player into your car if you had, during your brief meeting with him, exhibited to him <laughs> that your life could be defined by the playing of DVDs. Yes. Then he would be like, well, this guy loves DVDs. we got to put a DVD player in his car like oh. I wanted to go and pit my ride and be like you know I just love you know winter tires and uh, <laughs> he you know I, my mom always said to me Kevin you are just like a regular service aren't you and my dad is he calls me full tank of gas um, so if you could do that for me that'd be alright you know, my dad's always like Kevin you your insurance is always just like paid three years in advance so could you pit my ride that way please Thank you. Lock it in. Thank you. 
It's very cute that Marie and Steps do turn up at the restaurant. That's that's sweet. They've they've taken yeah. him up on the offer. And Spider's in the kitchen. Yes. He's, uh, -oh. uh oh. Sam Chaplin's worst nightmare when he's cooking. You'd never want Spider in the kitchen. But no, it's it's the guy. It's the guy. It's the boxer guy. He's just started working there now. And you know, Rocky's such a gregacious, generous easy-going guy that he's like, well, okay, yeah, we could he can work here now. And, yeah. Look, it's a big tent for the odds and ends of society, the mm -hmm. single moms, the brain-damaged boxers of the world. Yep. You know, they're all they're all here under Rocky's big tent. Now, I didn't expect to hear uh, somebody told me by the killers in a Rocky film. That is quite wild to me, but... Well, you I know, we were one of the people to think it was like 2006. So I thought, <laughs> go to an Irish bar, play the killers. Yeah. Hey, it's 2006, hey. man. And that is, is very authentically 2006 to watch CGI boxing in an Fucking Irish hell. bar while listening to the killers. Amazing. ESPN virtually pitting Rocky against Mason in a weird hypothetical match. You got your wee boxing eventually, Sam. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And they don't make me's like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and they actually have a virtual simulated fucking Sims looking fight. I love that the uh, the computer with all the data put into it is like, yeah, Rocky will get hit lots and then win because we've seen all these Rocky, Rocky movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And Mason's getting properly slagged off by all the uh, the pundits. They're like, he's a he's a schmuck. He's a piece of shit. He's a he's a cream puff. He's been fighting weaklings. He's a jerk, and so he's not uh, having that. Honestly, John, if Rocky doesn't come out of retirement to beat him, I will. <laughs> ESPN stirring the digital pot once again. Yes. So Rocky, he's now like, hey Marie, uh, oh, I'm I'm cute and funny, and I just uh, I'm not asking for nothing. I'm not, you know, I'm not making any presumptions or nothing, whatever. But I, maybe I could just hang out with you and step some more, and just be, you know, a guy in your life, and you know, hang out and uh, do he some jobs. He just needs family time. He does. He does. His family is either rude or dead, so he has to kind of latch on. <laughs> it's kind of unhealthy. It's a little bit, little bit like he's just swooping in and nicking a family. But on the same token, it's obvious that both Marie and Steps seem to be missing something in their life yeah. as well. Yeah. And Rocky thinks he can fill that hole by going to the dog pound. Yay! His description of the really old dog that he sees. And the dog's like, take it back. Woof, 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 woof. Take it back. But he says a very old dog is like old furniture, like a pirate's chest. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to get absolutely mad non sequiturs like that anywhere else. Like, that's that's a rocky That's statement. great. Yeah. Old furniture like a pirate's chest. You know what I mean? When you got some old furniture knocking around the house, there's usually a couple of doubloons wrapping around <laughs> in there, isn't there, you know? It's, this is really cute, this scene, and Step seems to be all up for, like, you know, I, I ain't naming no dog, but he, he does name a dog, and he calls the dog Punchy. And uh, he does that to make fun of Rocky at yeah. the start, but Rocky, very, very important thing here, he recognises he's been made fun of, but mm. then he goes along with it. You sprinkle on top a compliment. The child is in awe of Rocky Balboa because he's not insulted about, you know, he's self-aware. He realizes he is very brain damaged. And Kevin, I don't know if you know your dog breeds, but that was actually a boxer dog. It wasn't a boxer dog. It was just whatever. It was just some, some fucking mutt. <laughs> right. Here is, here is the difficulty that I find myself with. Yeah. 
I'm a, a big fan of Stanley the dog. Obviously, many of the listeners here are also fans of Stanley the dog. Okay, yeah. Very cute dog. Yeah, very, yeah. very great sure. dog. Uh, great long life ahead of Stanley. Sure. I really want to see them super old. Oh, just any dog? No, Stanley. Stanley. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, it's no, just, it's this, this really old dog is yeah. really cute. And me and Joe are very partial to a very old dog. And Stanley, as cute as they are, <laughs> being really old, like, you know, like like a, like a pirate's <laughs> treasure chest. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know. He'll get there. He'll get there. He'll get there. Yeah. And, you know, I'll, I'll show you pictures of Stanley as, as an old man, you know. Can you get like a special app, like with a filter that'll age your dog up? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Because I don't want to be like, oh, there they are now. And then it's like, oh, you're like one foot in the grave or one paw in the grave or whatever because it's really old then, you know? I mean, we know about his dander, but imagine an old man's dander being up, like an old dog's dander. Oh. <laughs> Rough. If a dog would start puppies on its lawn, it'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> Why would a dog even have a lawn to begin with? That's old Madness. man Stanley's house. Run. <laughs> Steps is getting a kick out of seeing all Rocky's old belts. He's like, hey, you're you're kind of a cool... Hey, dude, you're cool. Oh, yeah, you're kind of like a three-time former world heavyweight champion. Yeah, no big deal. That's pretty chill, dude. Yeah, he's 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 cool with it. He likes it, you know? Go on, take a Snapchat of the belt. I know you want to. <laughs> well, it's 2006. Oh. Take a... Uh, go on, share that on Bebo. I'm sure you'll get, you'll get the, you'll get the loom shared with you for that now, huh? <laughs> yeah. Paulie walks into the restaurant. Help yourself, Paulie. Would you yeah, like a drink? Just taking what he wants, putting the fucking tally on to watch a recap of this fake ESPN, this cartoon fight, as he calls it. Did you see that bloody tooth fight they did with you? <laughs> <laughs> But this time, it's not Mason being slagged off. Uh, they've got some second opinions and people are like, ah, nah, that's that's all computer bullshit. Rocky would have got beat into a fucking pulp, mate. He's shit. He's a shit old yeah, man. Realize, I hate him. It's the thing with someone like Rocky. Yeah. Is that he has pride, but his reputation and his legacy is as precarious as it can be. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. these are just pundits just saying stuff. And it's very easy to call, like, the easiest thing in the world is to call someone overrated. And that's what they do. And yeah. he's like, for the first time ever, he's actually really hurt by someone saying ah you can't do it because normally that would have motivate him or he wouldn't he just wouldn't even take it on board but he's like nearly in tears yeah, because yeah. they're like yeah he's not that good to begin with like you know he's had his time and it wasn't that great like you know and that's like hey, come on now you can't be picking no Mason Dixon over the Italian Stallion no. good lord Paulie still works in the meat house as well by yes. the way we yeah, can yeah, tell here yeah. he's, he's still Shamrock Smiths until he dies he is it's good to know as well that the Irish still have a stranglehold on the red meat industry in Philadelphia. Never back down. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Rocky decides, well, I'm going to fight again. And he, go, hey, he goes to tell his real son. That was his first mistake. Hey. He should have told his, you know, fake new son that he wants to box again and he would have gone, oh, yeah, that's cool. But Peter Petrelli is like, could embarrass you wouldn't embarrass oh, I don't, uh, no. Uh. Oh, he's there and he's all like, <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to do the hero's noise. Yeah. You know? <laughs> There's one reference here to Rocky V, yeah. where I finally was like, oh, okay, I'm glad I've seen Rocky V semi-recently. Mm. 
Which was when Peter Petrelli is fucking dragging him and saying that he's going to embarrass him and he shouldn't do it. And, that, you know, there's a million reasons, most of them to do with him, why yeah. he shouldn't do it. He goes, hey, come on, you know, home team. And that was the thing they said home all team. the time. Home team. And he's like, Dad, you're <sighs> embarrassing me. Don't remind me of when I lived with you. <laughs> Don't remind me of when I loved you. Um, That's oh, so cringe. Really, yeah. But uh, uh, Paulie, so this is the interesting thing about Paulie. There's a chat between Rocky and Paulie about you know why he wants to fight again and paulie asks some surprisingly deep questions about rocky's feelings and emotions and what's happening inside like i think that's interesting that comes from paulie the kind of like you know what's blunt force osmosis yeah he can't help but have taken some of this on board now that is basically just the two of them yeah 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 you know and they are they are closer than ever in spite of you know, Polly has ruined his life <laughs> yeah. over and over and over again. Polly's also painting as well. We all know that is a route to enlightenment. Yes. And I wouldn't mind a Polly original on my wall. Is oh. all I'm saying. He did a good job painting that dog. Big painting of some meat or something. That'll be that'll be good for from Paul. Yeah, yeah. A nice big steak. Like that. Sly can still do some great crying acting. Oh yeah, he was fucking good here. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he's got better. I think this is like yeah, yeah. This is r- real solid we sound acting. been through, like, the absolute valley of his career by mm. this point. This was the kind of, the, you know, the, after this we had Expendables and, you right. know, other Rambo movies and Creed and all that. Like, he had a proper career renaissance around this time. But he was, like, the last thing he was in before this was fucking Spy Kids 3D. Like, he was properly, like, written off right. as, like, you know, you don't have it anymore. Like, Schwarzenegger went off and did politics and became successful there. Sly Stallone just became a has-been. That was, like, the story of the early yeah. 2000s. So he's drawn a lot on the real there, I think where he's literally just like wondering if he can do it anymore and feeling like he can do yeah. it and he wants the opportunity to show it and it's that proper like he is the master like working himself up and making those tears come very naturally mm. uh, it was very powerful stuff yeah. i would say probably one of his best performances in all of the rocky movies is in this one because there's a lot of complex stuff going on compared to three and four in particular yeah i agree you know, yeah stuff is going on in the basement so to speak there's stuff going on in the basement's and he's dealing with a lot of lot of grief, a lot of issues with pride and legacy, and it's all it's a very strong performance. So he's applying for a boxing license. They're like that damn crooked Pennsylvania commission. Hey, you passed all the tests, but I mean, come on, you're Rocky, you're old, you're old man, don't be boxing. And he's like, oh, come on. And he does it, you know, he does a very impassioned speech. Well, they're like, look, we've seen Rocky Five. We know yeah. you're not allowed to box no. anymore. But he manages to talk his way into convincing them, no, I should be boxing because next thing you know, Rocky Balboa accepted for boxing license. He's gonna be, he's gonna be boxing. Yeah, he slipped ass backwards in that speech into somehow convincing them to do something. He's like, hey, down the road there, big old bell with a crack in it. There's something saying that I got to be happy. The piece of paper said I'm going to be... Are you referring to the pursuit of happiness? Yeah! I think they were just trying to get him out of the room. They're just like, okay, yeah, just... <laughs> we yeah, we have many, many people to see here today. <laughs> you do a good speech, you get to go and fight regardless of your level of brain damage. It was 2006, man. What could I say? Exactly. So it's kind of... The, the idea is being floated now that Mason Dixon could actually have a fight a ppv bout with rocket it could happen is they need they need money yeah. they need they need yeah. something uh you know pay-per-view worthy something headline grabbing and that is absolutely it mm. and lil marie in the same time she's moving up in the world because rocky's front of house in adrian's is going on maternity leave yeah 
So he convinces her or tries to convince her to take the job, you know? And he's like, look, I don't mean to press you on nothing, but if you don't do it, me and this dog here are going to jump in front of the next bus. You know, and be like, why didn't Marie take the job? I'm going to kill myself and the dog now. Then Rocky dies, you know? And she's like, look, Rocky, bus hasn't been here in 20 years. Like, well, I'll I'll drown myself and then the dog. Now. We'll both drown. It seems like Kevin's exaggerating, but that is an almost verbatim quote. (laughs) (laughs) Maria, swear to God, I'll kill myself and this dog right this second. Right now. (laughs) Three. But it's me and the dog. We're both. (laughs) The dog has to come with. And and the dog's like, oh, 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 I (laughs) decree. Can I go back to that pound? Like, oh. I'm just a fucking treasure chest. No one said anything about killing me. And yet, it's weirdly kind of cute and charming and manages to work. So, you know, next thing you know, Marie's there working the front of the house, doing a great job, she, all things considered. Yeah. yeah. Having to take care of the, uh, the ne'er-do-wells. Like, mm. a recently fired Polly. Yes. And let me tell you, true to form, this man gets fired and takes home the largest cut piece of meat you could remove from a meat reservoir. That'll last you weeks, you know, with, yeah. with, a, with a good Eat freezer. drinking in it, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> What's the what's the phrase about the Mullingar heifer, please? Could we have another run out of that, please? Beef to the heels of a Mullingar heifer. Thank you. All right. It's it's just nice. To, if if meat comes up, <laughs> it's nice to hear that. <laughs> Paulie's lost his job. Marie's like, who's this fucking Nedewell guy? But she's trying to get him out, but he's not going. He's he's staying. He's all drunk and I angry. Got two watches. I got two watches. I can tell the time you're in Russia. What sort of guy gets fired and gets a meat nod or what? I got watches. I got. He's got two watches. So he always knows what time it is. But it's time for him to be drunk and sad because he's lost his job. So it's all, you know, we're in dire straits here. It's a difficult time for everyone. But more to that growth, even yeah. Polly's like darkest moment, he still manages to be like, hey, by the way, how are you doing? Like, are, are you... Yeah, are you, yeah, yeah. He, he, when he's walking away, he does still consider Rocky's emotional state and whatnot. Mm. He does have other visitors as well. It's Mason Dixon's Money Men. Yes, they want Rocky to know that there's a big pay per view coming up, and he absolutely won't get humiliated or slaughtered. And it seems to all pretty much be in good faith. Like no one is actually thinking no. they're going to kill this old man. They just think it's going to be a soft day at the office and easy pay per view buys. And as they say, once the match has started, you already have their pay-per-view money, so who's to complain, really? I think there's implications throughout all of this that it's a bit of a worked fight. Is the, yes. Yeah. That, we, you know, you just, you go, you, you do a bit, and then you go down, and, you know, you get you get your money. Also, those lads asking, like, what do you recommend? And him say, oh, you know, it's all edible. It's like, that's that's classic. It's his restaurant. It's his, re- it's all edible. I mean, it's all food. Uh, it's, yeah. all v- it's food. You might need to chew it first, though, is all, you know? So, Rocky's real son has been like, Dad, don't do it, don't fuck it. But Marie, his new fake Adrian, is like, I think you should do it, Rocky. I think you should do the boxing match and do what you want to do. And you've got a fire within you and you should just use sure, it. Sure, fighters for- fight, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Half decent hype up speech. Yeah. You know? Yeah, she does a good job. But it it does feel like she's filling a space that was meant for Adrian throughout all of Yes. Yeah. And I'm not sure how much of that is just ease of writing the movie or actually proper, like, there's a narrative reason other than that. Like, other than just, oh, we need to have someone say this bit to Rocky. Because it feels like she kind of reaches this point with him. And then in terms of what happens with her story, it kind of stalls. Same with the son as well, yeah, Steps. Yeah. 
They're just kind of there for him to have support. Mm. But I guess as well, part of the story of Rocky is that he's beloved by the people of Philly. So there's always going to be someone to step in and be like, yeah, I'll take Rocky as my fake dad. I'll take him on. Husband or whatever. That's that's grand. Every pay-per-view bout needs to have a hook, a.k.a. a great tagline. Sam, you're dealing with skill versus will. Skill versus will. Which one's which? It's Mason's uh, skill. I think Mason's skill and Rocky as well. They both got skill and will. But they both, they have them both. In yeah. Skill. But skill and will versus will and skill doesn't really sell pay-per-views, does it? No, skill, will, squared. Uh, most of the questions are asked are like, uh, is this a joke? Yes, yeah, so a Hollywood reporter. Is this some kind of circus featuring comedians telling <laughs> jokes? There is a great thing that Rocky always does. Yeah. And I'm not sure if this is actually a real boxing thing, which is when it comes time for the press conference, you just get like your friends. Friends, yeah, they, they just get to there. sit there with you. That's really sweet. Yeah, I like, like that. If you or I are going to be in a boxing fight, regardless of the other one's schedule, I'm assuming we'll get a nameplate. The other one will be sat there besides, yeah. you know, to be asked questions by ESPN. For your big fight, I'm showing up and I'm sitting there. And, I, I'm, and I'm backing you up when you say stuff. I'll be, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I would like to have Duke as my manager. Yep. Duke, one of the only other returning characters. Yeah. They don't make a big deal about it, but he's, he's Rocky's there, you know. trainer. He's, he's there, there and he's fucking good man yeah he's got a proper christian still got it they've all still got it but you know who doesn't want it fucking peter petrelli <laughs> more like <laughs> he's basically doing the whole like dad i'll be embarrassed that when you promised you know you used to fit right here and you were nowhere near as annoying as you are now <laughs> Fuck yes. Big speech. Winning is done. Yes. Fuck your grammar. Yes. You're my son and my blood. You're the best thing in my life. But until you start believing in yourself, you're not going to have a life. Whoa. I mean. Ouch. Yeah. Big speech from Rocky. He loves his son. But his son doesn't believe in him. And his son only, you know, is. I mean, Rocky Jr. has been a bit selfish here. Let your dad have yeah. his, you know, moment in the sun. Come on. It's his brain. Let him damage it as much as he wants to, for goodness sake. But the speech is so effective that Rocky Jr. just quits his law job and is like, right, <laughs> I'm coming to my mum's grave. I'm just going to hang out with you now. Awesome. Let's do it. I assume there's another part of that conversation off camera where he's like, can I have some of the, the pay-per-view money? to keep me to support me for a while can I, I, yeah, can I can I come to the Golden Palace in Las Vegas please I'd like um, to go and um, can you introduce me to the ring girls please dad <laughs> is, is food and drink included in the, in the can I uh, can I come with yeah, you okay, please, you, but you gotta show you gotta show hotel room with Paulie <laughs> no, uh, no. I'm not really sure look Duke's got a plan yeah. because you can't spar. You've got calcium deposits and I'm not mining that. No. So blunt force trauma, a.k.a. heavy duty, cast iron, pile driving punches that will hit him so hard his ancestors will feel it. Every time he touches you, it's going to be like hitting a fucking asphalt road. Yes. Duke's yes, still yes, got yes. it. He has still got it. The whole family, including the new surrogate family, are all here to watch Rocky start training. Fucking eggs. Yeah. Punches the meat, even though he's not allowed to. They sneak in. The dog has a little jumper on him when he's running. Oh, Kevin, you know how you cried at this, this film? 
when when Rocky runs up the Rocky steps with Punchy, and then at the end lifts up Punchy, I <laughs> fucking hell! I was like properly, properly crying at that. It's so sweet. It's snowing as well because yeah. it's in the oh. winter of his life. My God! I mean, it's snowing because he's nearly dead. That's so cool. I don't think Stanley would get up the Philly steps, but I might just sort of carry him all the way up and then celebrate at the top with him. Uh, have you done it? Where he's been wearing a little sweatsuit jacket on him there now he's not got a sweatsuit jacket he's got a little jumper anything's though anything's possible yeah. anything's possible with, yeah. the, with the correct apparel <laughs> for a dog it's time for the weigh-in yeah Rocky somehow weighing a little less than the longer meaner Mason Dixon yes and they have a little chat a little heart to heart and he's like pretty much told by Mason like look I'm going to be taking it easy. Yeah. I assume you want that as well. But if you hit me too hard, I will make your child an orphan. It's a worked fight. But if you go into business for yourself, you're going to get battered, mate. It's basically... And Rocky's like, hey, it ain't over till it's over. (laughs) What did I just tell you? (laughs) Listen, come on. Can I fight Mike Tyson instead? He'd play ball. (laughs) You're going to get a lot of money here, Rocky. This is a big this is a big event. Treated thusly with the presentation, I would say. Yeah, I mean, it's it looks like telly. I I really was fascinated by this 2006 yeah. ass looking fight. It's That's that's amazing. the actual HBO boxing like Setup. presentation. Yeah. The commentators, the analysts, all that jazz the old yeah. day. It's like 19, yeah, that's that's the legit presentation there. Which is kind of weird because you'd literally go from like a film camera to you go to a very glossy, high-end TV production. Yeah. I really liked it though. I thought it was excellent. I really, I, in terms yeah. of setting the it. scene, yeah. This is the so when when I, when I said this felt like it was uh, just a classic Rocky film and felt of like that time. This yes. is the bit where it's like Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're we're in two thousand six. Two thousand six. Yes. Even if the buildings in Philadelphia didn't reflect that until this point, it's such a strong choice, and I respect it a lot. But it's cool because it's like you see in Rocky here. It's like he's out. That's how you get that sense that he's out of his normal. You know, he feels less at home here than he did in Russia fighting Ivan yes. Drago in Rocky Four. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good way of communicating, like, because we, we later on, spoiler alert, <laughs> cut to the more cinematic Rocky filming a bit later on, and it kind of corresponds with when the fight changes, and it goes from yeah. this modern fighting to classic Rocky stuff. But seeing, you know, Rocky Balboa mm. in this HD world, yeah. it almost made me feel like he was an Atari guy <laughs> What was that awful phrase that you used to use? He's an Atari guy in a... a, a... Oh, yeah. No, it's that really unfunny comedian. I've forgotten it. No. I know what you mean, though. Oh, God. Is it David Spade or something? David Spade book. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) You found it. (laughs) It's so much worse. Okay. It almost felt like he was a Snapchat guy in a pole. Damn it! <laughs> it's almost like he was a Polaroid guy in a Snapchat world. Fucking <laughs> hell! Oh, <laughs> lovely. Take it back. Do 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 do. Snapchat. Do 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 do. Spider did some prayers with him before, which yes. is nice. He's got the Lord Almighty on his side. Paulie did a bit of, um, you got to get this out of your system, Rock. Get the damn, get rid of the damn beasts. 
and be done. Yeah, because Rocky said uh, when he has that emotional speech to him that there's this beast inside him yeah. that makes it hard to breathe. It's like suffocating or choking him. It's this, uh. I think the beast's in the basement and the beast has maybe found the poorly placed light switch and he's coming up them stairs with all them boxes of old newspapers and soiled rags. Yes, and the beast in me. Also, Rocky's music being High Hopes. High Hopes. Fucking funny, man. Uh, and then fucking Mason Dixon wrestling again, baby. He's got 3-6 Mafia doing his. And like 3-6 Mafia did Mark Henry, the wrestler, right. his entrance music. Okay. Which is that the refrain of beat him up, beat him up, break his neck, break his neck. And this was like, hit him with the left, hit him with the right. Hit him. They specialize in fight rap. Yeah. And I like it. It's I a, like it a lot. It's a good genre. Can someone tell me if I get an album of their music, if it's all just going to be like, Hit him with the knee, hit him with the foot, hit him with the knee, hit him with the foot. Stuff like that, basically. Punch, kick. Is a, uh, all right, so it, this looks so much like... what I, I was trying to do Grandmaster Onion from um, Parappa yeah, the Rapper. Yeah, you, right, you became Parappa the Rapper there, like... Um, it looks so much like telly. break his neck, and then break his neck. <laughs> I, w- I was trying to work out if any of this is how they've... Some of it has a little slight green screen blur to it. Yes. But some of it... They have, they've inserted them into a pre-existing crowd, I believe. Okay, because it felt... Because it's the real HBO gear, I assume they just took another fight from the same location and composited it. Layered it. I think so. I think some bits were done with some like closer audience yeah. members, and then they kind of, you know, combined it or whatever it is. I read, and I don't know how much this is true, mm. because I feel that if Stallone has taken anything from the world of wrestling and his many friends there, it is the art of a tall tale and complete bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But apparently when they did this, because like, the guy who plays Mason Dixon, he is... Um, he's a boxer. He's a real-life boxer, yeah. yeah. Tarver, I believe his name was. And apparently when they did the fighting for this, they did legitimately spar, and they were hitting each other for real. And I will yeah. say, the choreography in this is a lot... Even though it's not there by their admission, Yeah, it's less of a... There's this lightning striking sounds when they hit each other. It feels more like people are being hit for real. Yeah. And in some cases, they apparently were actually hitting each other for real. So that's something. It feels very <laughs> authentic, this whole setup. Yeah. It's very well done. Um, and it's such a refreshing choice to go for this televised look. And we just get to kind of watch a fight in yeah, like it's, it's on telly. It's really, yeah. really well done because like on the surface you can kind of go, look, it's an old man against the world champ who's like a known killer who's 30-something knockouts to his name. Yeah. Like there's no there's no way. There's no, literally no way. Yeah. And they are up front and saying there is no way. But so many little things happen that make it a somewhat believable fantasy. Yeah. Such as he's not been taken very seriously. The commentators you see, they note that he's in slightly less good shape than he normally see mm. him in probably because he thinks it's an easy day at the office. He literally hurts his hand from punching Rocky so much in the second round which all of a sudden gives Rocky an opening because the guy can't hit him back as hard so it's all these like kind of perfect circumstances that yeah. all fall into yeah. play which is like it's still obviously a ridiculous notion but they at least address it and they don't insult your intelligence by saying that oh yeah Rocky's just the best always it's not wrestling where they're like being old is actually makes you invincible no <laughs> they're all quite realistic about it but 
Rocky, while initially he does seem to be, you know, getting battered a bit, starts to get back in, starts to land some shots. Dixon goes down at one point. And then it cuts to, oh shit, we're going into Rocky cinematic mode. And I always find that Rocky fights his best when he's in black and white. Like that was immediately to his benefit, that situation. Like you see Dixon looking around, he didn't know where all the colour had went. And all of a sudden he's been barraged by Rocky. And he's like, I grew up in the 70s and everything was black and white white then. then. So I remember Rocky 1 was entirely in black and white because they didn't have uh, colour yet because they hadn't been to the moon enough times. But now they've got the technology to put red in there for the blood. So there's a bit of red for the blood. And the yellow piping on Paulie's jacket, which was nice to see yes this is the opposite of what wrestling does in like pg versions when blood yeah. comes out and they <laughs> cut black and white they, they just focus on the blood the music gets really intense we get little kind of cuts back to old films a bit of mick a bit of adrian a bit of apollo yeah a bit of drago but like you get a bit of everything yeah. and it's like, these flashes come with the punches and i will say the greatest gift a departed dead spouse can give you is the pent-up sadness and the rage of the world that you can unleash when the circumstances are right and you've been hit enough times to not realise what you're doing. Because the montage morphs from being like, all the boxing stuff and a bit of Adrian to basically just being like, Adrian, Adrian's grave, Adrian being dead, the flowers on Adrian's grave. And that's when he's like, so that's fucking sad. It's sad, but yeah. powerful. And I think what I like most about this Rocky is that all the previous Rockies feel like they have like one or two moments where there's this really emotional bit that mm. gets you. You know, whether it's you know Rocky talking about being scared in Rocky 3 for the first time or, you know, in Rocky 4 about, you know, having to go to Russia and solve the Cold War. Yes. But here, you've got like six or seven moments where it's like, oh, that's the emotional height of the movie. And that's that's a lot to be coming at you in an hour and 40, I feel. Yeah. I mean, at this at this point, were you thinking Rocky was going to win or were you thinking that he was going down in a cloud of smoke? I think the film has kind of set you up to not expect Rocky to win. Yeah. But I, di- I didn't... Because he's a bum, isn't he? He's a, he's a bum and he's, <laughs> he's old and shit. But I didn't I didn't completely write it off as a possibility. I thought, mate, look, maybe, maybe that's where they're going with this, that the old man comes out on top. And look, he gets it's a very good fight sequence, is what I'm gonna say. He gets properly clobbered, but he doesn't go down. He doesn't get knocked out. He doesn't, you know He goes the he distance. Goes the distance and that's like the real Rocky fight. Won. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's happy. It's 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 amazing that he made it. Ain't gonna be no rematch, because you're probably <laughs> not going to be alive no i mean there's it's a split decision it goes to a vote mason ultimately wins but by that point rocky is like with all of his friends and family and he's celebrating and it's and that's where the little marie analog thing i felt they did the right thing here because i was really worried when i first saw this that like they were gonna have the big embrace and because you see cut to her in the audience a lot in that kind of adrian role but when you know everyone comes into the ring, it's not like oh, it's her and him together. It's no, like it's, it's everyone. everyone. It's, it's him, yeah. her, yeah, yeah. steps. It's Duke. It's Polly. Peter Petrelli. They ended on him, you know, just fist bumping someone in the uh, in the audience and grabbing their hands. Yeah, and like just showing that the most important thing about him is is his connection to the people. Mm. You know, and that's why they should reinstall the Rocky statue on every street corner in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yes. I'm pretty sure you can get rid of that Liberty Bell, just put a cracked Rocky statue up there. That'd do you. 
that do you now i thought that's where you know we're going to close on that freeze frame and that's the end of the film but no extras are we getting bloopers we we go (laughs) we go to the graveyard yeah and we see (sighs) him quietly saying to adrian yo adrian we did it we did it i i cried again this has oh. got two two cries for me. One when he held up the dog at the top of the stairs in the snow, <laughs> and one way does the yo Adrian we did I did it for you. But it's like it's not I did it for you. It's we did it. We we did yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. That's oh. two very different cries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're coming from different places. But it had the 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 slow rocky music, but in piano form. The, oh, the score in this. Yeah. Let me oh, tell the music's you. incredible. They used that yeah. that Rocky theme in the saddest fucking piano you ever heard yes. throughout the movie. And I think there's just enough like moments of hope or levity throughout or yeah. kind of nice things happening that even though it is the saddest and the heaviest Rocky movie, it still manages to do that Rocky thing of being uplifting, yeah. I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I was wondering if Rocky Five was going to like rob you of the emotional weight of this one, but no. I don't think it's I don't think it's like added much for you, has it? Or but I don't think it's taken. Like Joe watched this with me today. She's not seen Rocky Five. She's seen one, two, three, four, yeah. and this. And I was wondering at the end if she should have seen Five or not. I don't know. What, what do you feel like? Did it have any impact on your viewing of it? Uh, not really. Not in like a. But but that's good. Like it didn't take anything away from this, which you yeah. which you were worried about. I think it's this is the proper ending of the Rocky series. And they stuck the landing and they nailed it and it feels good, but it feels sad. It's like, it's an emotional rollercoaster. He's threatening a seventh one, would you believe? Is he? Yeah. Uh, I don't like that. No, I don't like that no, at all. You, you, did, you did it, you, you finished it off proper. You and you had your nice end. little bit in Creed and now Creed is its own thing. Yeah. But of course, behind Rocky being graciously phased out of Creed is actually a battle between producers and Stallone over the rights of the character. Uh, and there's a lot of bad blood. And I do feel we're potentially in 2024 in a situation where Stallone is going to make a Rocky movie out of spite slash copyright reasons. Oh, Christ. Seems like the worst possible reason to do it because you have here, in my mind, a perfect ending. And then there's that, there's epilogue if you want it in Creed, which is its own thing and a different story. Yeah. Where does it rank in the Rocky movies for you? Because it seems like you've had a good time. I've had a really good time. I, th- I think it's pretty it's pretty high up. It's near the top of the top of the pile. Certainly top three. Maybe number one or two. I I, I really really I think so. There was a long time. This was my favorite Rocky movie. Yeah, you know? it's it's very good. It's very good. It's really it's a real breezy, enjoyable watch. But it's got a lot of emotion to it as well like yeah yeah i thought like if you're going to slow it down mm. and tell a sadder less montagey story than rocky three or four you would have thought you're not going to do that in an hour and 40 and i thought that was impressively impressively done written directed and starring uh stallone who i think has done very well across the board there yeah you know that's that's still kind of mind-boggling for me as someone who grew up just assuming all Hollywood muscle men were, like, not auteurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know. He's done a great job, and I, I love that it's not some new 2006 director coming in and making an edgy, different, modern rock. It's, it's apart from the, the telly bit, which is a great choice, this feels in the same canon as the other Rocky movies. It doesn't feel like yeah. a remix, you know. It feels that it's it's Rocky. It's another, it's, they made another Rocky film, but they made a good one and it ends it really nicely. And I'm very happy about that. Is this the first Rocky movie that's made you cry? 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I, I think I, I always found you know Adrian and Rocky's relationship very very cute and and him, yeah. him in particular to be very adorable when he's trying to impress her and be goofy. That's always very sweet in a schmaltzy you know way. But this is this this got some tears out of me. Man, that's 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 saying yeah. so. That's impressive. Yeah. I don't think yeah. you you drop tears easily uh, um, on a movie. No, uh, no. No. Easier in recent years. You're like me. You've become a more liberal baller. Uh, <laughs> Balling. <laughs> and look, they, they didn't. They didn't feel like cheap tears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like a fucking Marley and Me or something, where like you know, I mean, this that's a film designed to. Have you seen Marley and Me? I've seen Marley and Me. Yeah, it's I saw film, it in the cinema for some reason. A film designed to make you cry and it works, but it feels a little bit cheap. cheap. You know. This yeah. this felt these are authentic tears. There's not a bit that's supposed uh, to make yeah. you cry. It just bits are going to resonate with you and they're going to make you cry. You know, there's like a cut of this movie or a version of this that was written where like Adrian dies right before the big fight or something like that. You know, and I I yeah, feel like that yeah. that would have been a cheap way to get tears. And yes, I still yeah. I have complicated feelings on it, but I still think you know after ruminating on it a bit, I still think it was the right choice yeah. for the story of the Rocky franchise or whatever to kill her off camera in spite of the fact that, you know, she was absolutely available and she didn't have to do that. But it just gave its... It took the heart of the, the universe away and made it a sad movie in a way that was really, really intriguing. Yes. In terms of more boxing movies, I feel we got to do Raging Bull at some point. Okay, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but, I'm up for that. But dare I say, uh, to the point we made before in the priest's world, as we're finishing it now... A, the fact that we finished this franchise yeah, with like amazing. a lot of the other classic franchises from the, the 80s and whatnot, and there's six of them, that's saying something. Mm. And dare I say, perhaps one of the most successful franchises that has stood up to the cinema swirl scrutiny of Sam, who had not seen those films yet. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of this and maybe Star Wars that are like the... Maybe? Yeah. But the early ones, yeah? Yeah. 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 <sighs> are you going to re-watch Rocky movies now? Now that you've kind of... Have escaped the, the job requirement of us. <laughs> now that I've taken them all off. Yeah, I think maybe. I think if one's on, you know, you'd, you'd pop on a bit of Rocky. They're very... Now that I know everything that happens in Rocky, you could just kind of casually watch a Rocky film and not yes. concentrate too much, but just... It's a great nap movie. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I could sleep through a Rocky uh, you film know, in the nicest Many way. of the English watch it on Boxing Day for a reason. Well, because there's boxing in it. We watch it on St. Stephen's Day in Ireland because of the famous boxer... Stephen. <laughs> yes. Put your Stephen gloves on and, you know, start start punching. Ding, ding, Sam. Ding, ding. It's time for you to give me your star wipe rating for Rocky Balboa, a movie which I will say at the start, you did say had a lot of different vibes going to it. Yep. But I've not detected much in the way of negativity no. from your viewing of it so far. So, mm. so please let us know how you got on with Orb. I'm going straight with my gut here. I'm not messing around. I'm not overthinking. Yeah. Mm. Four star wipes. You heard it here first. R.I.P. Rocky. <laughs> ding, ding. Oh, thanks for listening to another episode of Cinema Swirl. This episode was produced by Kevin, edited by me, Sam, and I also did the music. If you want to support the show, then patreon.com forward slash cinema swirl is the way to go. If you want to follow us on the socials, we're at cinema swirl on Twitter and facebook.com forward slash cinemaswirl on Facebook, which is where our votes for episodes take place. If you've got questions, queries, comments, or anything else for the mailbag, then send it on over 
to cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. Please do keep recommending the show to your friends if you think they'll like it, or even if you don't think they'll like it, just recommend it anyway. All right, we'll see you next time. Cheers. Bye.